Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Money Mitch Effect. I'm your host Mitch Michaels and today's episode of the podcast is going to be very, very good. Two of my friends Heather Pink and Brenna Haven are on the show to talk about, well, a little bit of everything. Pro football, some hockey talk with the Blackhawks and other teams at Capitals of course. We're going to talk social media, we're going to talk Grammys, Beyonce's name gets brought up a bit. Everything in the sports and pop culture world is in play with these two. They're on their best behavior, too. We didn't let the language get bad. This is a very good episode, one of the favorite ones that I have recorded. And here it is in its entirety, an hour with Heather Pink and Brennan Haven. Money Mitch Effect. It's Friday. Hope you're having a good one. Let's start the show. All right, Money Mitch Effect, Brenna Haven, Heather Pink, this is going to be a special show, and before I introduce you to I just want to say, this is also the first show that I hyped up, that on Wednesday I teased exactly who would be here, so with that in mind, thanks for coming on again. No problem. Ooh, I don't know about hype train now. Yeah. I mean, that was, I'm, I'm nervous now. <laughs> I know, I'm nervous. Well, I, want, I wanted to kind of get set the bar high, and then if it lowers throughout the course of this, we can, you know, go I'm not there, okay but... with that. I don't know about you. I'm not <laughs> no. okay with that. No, I agree. So, these are two of NFL Network's finest, and we're coming off of another jam-packed, action-packed ending to the season. And from the football side of things, we all know how amazing the Super Bowl was in the playoff run. But being on the inside, and, and we talked, I think the last time I talked to you, Heather, was about Christmas time. Brenna was a little after New Year's. You guys knew the stretch run was coming. You knew how just chaotic it would be. Did it go ahead of your expectations? Was it even more action-packed than you would have expected? To be 100% honest with you, I think it was the whole run was sort of less tighter than I expected. The Cowboys-Packers game was probably the best game up until the Super Bowl. I thought the playoffs was a little boring. I would agree. Just a little boring. Yeah. I'm like, I, I wish, I wish it was just a little more invested. So I, you know, by the time I got to Houston, I was like, this better be a good game. Yeah. This has to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the best, best offense against the best defense, quote unquote, aka Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had to be a good game. Everything was a snooze. And it wasn't for two and a half quarters. It really wasn't um, a good game. I honestly, well, I was there, and I was in the end zone that had. I was in the end zone with most yeah. of the touchdowns. Yeah, because you sent me that, yeah. that snap. So, yeah, I, I was you in, were there with the Kevin Coleman. I was, the, I was there also with the one, the game-winning one. And honestly, by the time they scored that touchdown right before halftime, I looked at my sister and I was like, this is over. There's no way. But, of course, there's Tom Brady. It, I mean, it wasn't even good until midway through the third quarter, honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could even argue early fourth quarters when you really thought it was competitive again. Edelman was just dropping everything, and that whole offense was like, what the hell? And Tom Brady was getting beat up like we'd never seen him in that Brady first half. Brady Jarrett, man. He came up and he showed up to play. He did. Uh, and then obviously Atlanta's offense forgot to run the ball. Mm, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Now you Falcons fans know how awesome it is. <laughs> Redskins, Browns, he was there. I mean, he actually got the most out of Manziel. Good, good luck, San Francisco. But, yeah, it was, uh, exactly it was unfortunate. So on the ground floor, Brennan working in Snapchat, what were some of the stuff that you guys had to do for the Super Bowl, and, and how busy was the content you guys were pushing out? It wasn't as busy as you would think it was, um, but we had a lot of people sending us video from Houston, and we were putting to, together editions every day, and... Uh, getting a lot of social stuff and all that kind of, all those things, but it wasn't nearly as crazy as you would think it would be. Usually Super Bowl weeks are a lot more jam-packed, they're more action-filled than this one, and I don't know, to be honest, whether it was because that the lead-up was so stale. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, the Patriots are going to be in there again, and the Falcons were at such a roll that felt like by the time the playoffs started, it was like, all right, well, it's either going to be the Falcons or the Packers. Yeah, maybe the Cowboys can show up, but no rookie quarterback has led their yeah. team to a Super Bowl, ever. Like, honestly, if you're going to bet on anything, I would keep betting my money on that. Because that, that number is not going to change unless the next... Yeah. That, that was an interesting right. game, though. And, and I think you would admit also, Heather, that Green Bay had to win that game. Dallas didn't give that away. Rodgers made unbelievable throws oh, yeah. down the, early in the game and then down the stretch. And then they pooped the bed. It yeah. was, I mean, as a Bears fan, yeah. I mean, I was sitting there like, if I have to go 
to a Packers Super Bowl, <laughs> I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> I, even right. told, I, I mean, like, it was more of a victory. I'm like, I don't even care who comes yeah, out the NFC. Point. As long as it's not the Packers, I'm good. Tell how I felt watching the AFC title game when the Steelers lost. Yeah. Just thank God they were out of it. Like, obviously, I'm a little sick of the Patriots win. I mean, I respect it, but no, not Pittsburgh. I was just kind of like, Atlanta, okay. Patriots, all right. Well, whatever. Maybe luck next year, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, it's, cool, Julio Jones. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Making but, like, the, also making, like, the greatest catch that people forget about in probably the history of the game. Right. Like, that's that's going to be the catch right. that nobody's going to talk about ever again. I mean, it was crazy. Is they came, like, almost right after each other. I mean, after that catch, I was no, like, yeah. oh, no, it's, it's over. over. It's over. No way. And then, and then they turn around, they get the ball back. Like, I think it was yeah. maybe, like, eight minutes left or something like that mm-hmm. in the game. Second that Edelman catch, I was like, "Well, yeah." I mean, they won. Mm-hmm. And I and I had a rough day on the prop bets. One of them was Julio, ninety nine receiving yards, and Fisher four for eighty seven. So, just oh. going into overtime, it's like just win the toss, get a twelve yard catch. They targeted him all four of those times. There's no way four targets, four catches, eighty seven yards. There is no yards. way that Patriots are gonna let the Falcons get right. the ball back. That's that's like listen, Patriots get that. Yeah, see ya. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I was talking out loud that I should have told someone to do something with. I said. Three days, three days before the, the, the Super Bowl, I was like, Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman are about to go score a touchdown. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And nobody believed me, and then it happened. But Tevin Coleman is like 9-0 mm-hmm. every time that they score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I don't that stat. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I knew. I mean, I think, you know, it's crazy. I think the way that, that it maybe be overlooked through everything is the way that those two teams set up their, their run game. Yeah. I think it's something that the future of the NFL is either going to take a Le'Veon Bell or it's going to do a Devonta Freeman, Tevin Coleman. Yeah. I mean, right. I think they proved both those teams even proved that two running backs is better and, than one sometimes. Yeah, and, and, it ex- times. and it extends careers. Like, you're not, I don't think, as a result, you're also not going to have that yeah. burnout of six years like the Eddie George I career agree. in Tennessee, which was great, Yeah. but he got banged up and couldn't last, you know, longer than That's my guy. That's my favorite oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite guy. That was my only NFL jersey growing He's up. He's probably your only Ohio State guy. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I, know. I know. You have to bring it up. That's I the mean, one thing you don't like about him is where he went to school. I mean, he did win the Heisman, so yeah. I can't really, oh, yeah. like, too much to blame For sure. there, but... You know, a Matt Forte, if he would have had someone else, like if there was a Matt Forte, Jordan Howard, even Jeremy Langford, one of those yeah. two guys mm-hmm. was in that mix when Forte was at his prime. Oh, my God. It would have yeah. been good. You're definitely going to need the one-two punch at this point moving forward, unless you're, like, AP in his prime, mm-hmm. but, like, AP is past that prime right. at this yeah. point. So I do want to switch to your teams now, your, your NFL seasons. When I talked to you, Heather, you'd already checked out on the bear season. I think I mean, there have been like still a couple. Out. Yeah, I, I think there I think there was like three weeks left in the season. And Brenna, we spoke shortly after the Redskins debacle of week seventeen. Uh, <laughs> that's probably the best oh. way to put it. But I do want to say this from the positive standpoint. What positive standpoint? Well, Jordan Howard for the positive standpoint so is that we beat the Bears. That's cool. <laughs> okay, first of all, I was rooting for your team anyway. No, oh, Brenna, it doesn't count. I was rooting for your team. Now, it gets, it gets sad when you have to root against your team because you're like, I need a higher draft. That's what I was doing with the Eagles. Oh, the positive is you're not the Browns, either of you. So that's Fair. all. Let's <laughs> settle down true. there. But I think in in Brenna's case, for I guess I'll open it up to DC Sports. I don't know that the Redskins are going to break through, but you know they, they look like they have the makings to be a good team. The Cousins contract is going to be hanging over their heads, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised by Gruden. I thought it was going to be a disaster. Yeah. The last couple of years, he's shown that at the very least he's confident. It's going to be interesting this year too, especially now that Sean McVay is out and yeah. Joe Barry's out. So we have two new coordinators. So that's. <laughs> and how long was McVay? There is like he was there years, for three years. Three. He was OC for three years, okay. but he had been there since he left the school. He was coming up in the right off, so too. He, he yeah. Was right off as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that the re- like I know you sent over some topics for us to, to talk about, but I think those teams that are on the cusp of being either really good or really bad, like Redskins, like fit the bill. Yeah. Like you could lose Kirk Cousins, you could lose Pierre Garcon, and you can lose Deshaun Watson all or yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, all in the off season. Yeah. And you guys are gonna be really bad. Yeah. Oh, you, guys have, you guys have no choice but to sign Kirk Cousins to something. Yes. Whether you want to be who you are and franchise it. Like, I don't, I don't think that's, he, that's not the right move. Is he a top 12 quarterback in the league? It's I, close. And the bad is way worse than I don't think, I think that's the way to, I don't think that's yeah. the way to think about it. To yeah. be honest with you. Because I think that he's proven to get you guys right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't think I'm like, listen, that's half the battle. Right. Is right. having the mental and, mm-hmm. and, and being able to. And he's, 
He's smart. You gotta build around yeah. him now. I, I, I think yeah. that's what makes him a, 12, a top twelve quarterback. Get that confidence like that, Tom Brady. And those guys are pushing for him. I mean, those yeah. guys want him in there. there. Even Deshaun is like. I didn't hear this about RG three. I just uh, they weren't really yeah. speaking his praises. But I also think too the franchise. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the franchise quarterback thing. It's it makes sense for him to just keep taking you know the higher salaries and not rushing the deal, but. I think it gives them a little flexibility, too. If they see a late-round quarterback they think might be something you could draft one, you could say maybe we'll try to develop. The odds aren't high that you can get a late-round quarterback to be that good. You I don't have to put all your eggs in that basket. I love Dak. Loved him coming out of college. Oh, yeah. I loved watching him in mm-hmm. Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. I was watching him like, this guy is going to be so good. And then got the DUI before combine yeah. that no one talks about. Yep. His draft stock just plummeted. And the thing is, is I think that you can only get that quarterback late in the draft if he's played three years of college. Yes. You can't be taking these guys like, Mr. Trubisky, one year, good luck. I'm sorry. He might okay. be really skilled, but they're gonna, someone's going to take him like the Jets way too high. You know what? It's not worth it at that point. You Jets need some more quarterbacks, too. So like. <laughs> yes, but still being talked about, like, potentially taking a quarterback. It's yeah. like they've drafted so yeah. many in the past two years. Like, you need to have a guy... You want to take quarterback late? Great. He has to have at least two and a half to three years experience. So kind of staying on the quarterback topic... Switching to your Jake team now. <laughs> Switching to your team. Yeah, I need to segue the there. At this point, would you set the odds of him coming back at, what, 25 He's not coming back. Okay, so not even a no. one in four chance. I mean, I think... And are you okay with that? Do you think it's time? Do you think it's good yeah. both? I mean, I've said this. I think I told you yeah. this, too. I, I want them to clean house. Like, take a broom and get everybody out but a few people. Mm-hmm. Keep Jordan Howard... Keep Kyle Long. I think that was guys, amazing, by the way. Jordan Howard finishing second in the league in rushing. And, like, he didn't and who saw? And who saw that? Even the last day, you're looking at the things come down. It was shocking to read. He, um, my sister goes to Indiana, and so my parents watched a lot of Indiana football. So when they were like, "Oh, Devin Coleman's the best," I'm like, "Okay, cool." I don't like Indiana, so I'm like, "Whatever." But I watched a lot of tape on Jordan Howard before he even got to the Bears, and I'm like, I like, like this is the style that fits yeah. the Bears, and he didn't even start. They were like, oh yeah, Jeremy Langford's the guy, but really, you don't take a running back that high unless you love him. And I think that right now they gotta take take the broom, get everybody out. Like Alshon Jeffrey, don't sign him. Let that, that let that garbage <laughs> filled hamstring, like all that. This injury oh, thing is ridiculous, God. right? He's the only guy that I know that when he's probable, you're still really he's unsure still he's gonna play. Yeah. I know. There's like, no way in the league like him. I mean, we, we fantasy football take that for advantage. I, I know. know multiple people that hate him. I like, say I've never met him that hate him because of his injuries. So. I know. So wait, what are they going to do then, quarterback wise? You know, I think a lot of people are pointing the Romo finger that way. Mm-hmm. I think I think people are pointing the Romo finger to Denver. In Houston, I, I've heard too. Houston, I've heard. That. I'll I'll say this. If the Redskins don't take Kirk Cousins, I sure will. Oh, absolutely. I I, I love yeah. him. Michigan State. I mean, he's great. I think well, the only, yeah, I, I think oh, yeah. the only uh, place that he would go to would be San Francisco. What to go back Butler. to Shanahan? No, I was talking oh, about Cousins. Her. If oh. Cousins doesn't sign or, a one-year tender, uh, yeah. I think he would go to San Francisco yeah. back to Shanahan. I think now, that's the I only think, one. I think he follows the money. This one, I think he because I think this is the one where he follows the money, right? mm-hmm. and then the next one is like, all right, either I'm really good with a good quarter, like with a good quarterback coach or mm-hmm. things like that. Like I think this is this this was for him about the money. I mean, he wasn't drafted as the number one guy. He was drafted behind RG3, and he earned the starting role, got into the playoffs. You guys are now contenders always in that division. Yeah. I mean, now it's it's about, like, yo, tell me what you owe yeah. me. I hope they do. I really hope they do. But to answer your question, I'm going to throw this out there. I would love Tyrod Taylor. The Bills don't want wow, him anymore. Okay. Doesn't fit our system, but I don't care. I'm, well, I'm just yeah, glad you care. didn't say Jimmy Garoppolo. Because no, that's no. the street I'm on right now. Why? I'm on the Browns trading for Garoppolo. No. You want? Yeah, that's what I want. Because they need... Deshaun they're... Watson's better. Oh, ooh, okay. Well, I'm going to disagree to disagree there. I listen... And also, to a rookie quarterback, like, what's the learning curve going to be? I think you can get Garoppolo and still have... I mean, the line's bad. I think you can both. But... I think they need players. I think that's mm. the biggest thing, is that they need players. And that... I just don't think Watson, as a rookie, can come in and get a grasp on things. I mean, Grapple works. You really think he's going to win this year? No. Like, that, no. that's the thing. It's about they might get, like, four wins. Yeah. Four, good. and then three. maybe five three. the year after. Yeah. I'll, take, yeah. I'll take three. <laughs> I, just, I'm, I guess I'm more sold on Garoppolo than any rookie coming out, and I also don't think a rookie quarterback's the answer for that disaster Garoppolo's of a franchise right now. No, I just they have to. Well, okay, yeah. yeah I, I, they I have to trade him, or he can walk next year. 
And they will get They're no assets. They're going to trade him, for sure. They will trade him for draft picks. Unless there's someone like Jamie Collins that they could come sign back. But Jamie Collins, they signed you a big deal. Right. Listen, if you want to have the rag doll, you can go ahead. That dude gets you injured. You think like, oh rag doll? Oh. He gets touched. And okay. he's like, oh my god, my shoulder's separated. And so does Tony Romo. Yeah. Yes, but... missed a few games also. <laughs> so here's the thing is, if you're getting Romo, well, I, now I heard that he might even get released. Now you're getting Romo for cheap. You're getting Romo for cheap. Go draft a quarterback in, like, the third round. Get a lower well, guy, you know. And the one last thing on Romo, and I've heard this too, if they do trade him, they're going to have to work out a deal where it's basically incentive based on how many games he plays. Yeah. Because no team's going to want to trade for him with that back injury floating in there. It'll be tied directly. The compensation him. will be tied directly to how much. That's why they might release yeah. him straight up. To be honest with you, if I'm the Broncos, that is probably between him and Tyrod. That's what it should be down to. Like really? All your quarterbacks right now, yeah, sure. Like Trevor Simeon, you're okay. You're a great backup. Mm-hmm. You're a great backup. Yeah. But I need someone that can win me games. That's you guys how I feel have, about Cody Kessler. Great backup. They are one person away from winning a Super Bowl, and it's the quarterback. And not to say that Peyton Manning was great because he wasn't. I think that defense was. Superior to none other oh, that mm-hmm. year, yeah. you know. But, yeah, I but think you that, need a leader out there. You need somebody. No, get that somebody that yeah. can throw the ball. Yeah. Someone like Tyrod. I think he's got a great toolkit. I don't know what. It's he fascinating because he never really had any receivers when Watkins went down. Who was he that's throwing? That's what I'm saying. I mean, like get a guy like that in there, and like Broncos are are going. They're going. Yeah. All right. So still chatting with Brennan Haven, Heather Pink. This is getting good. We're 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 really we're really yeah. just rolling through it. <laughs> no, we'll we'll open it up to the general sports scenes in your city. And, Heather, I look at it from the Chicago standpoint. Could you imagine if the Blackhawks were around in your life right now? I know you're not really a Cubs fan, but they're pretty much uh, getting you through some some tough times as a I sports fan. I think that's fan. the understatement of the year right now, or, like, my decade. I mean, I, like, I grew up as a White Sox fan, always have been, and I got to live that, which was fantastic. Among all the Cubs fans I went to school with, it was amazing. To be honest, I think that would probably be a terrible city to be in if it weren't for the Black Blackhawks. I mean, I know that it sounds selfish, but I think with those big cities, there needs to be one of those teams that needs to do good. One. Just one. That's all you need. Wow. That sounds so that's like the opposite of selfish. You're saying just one good team in an entire city and but it should I mean, be fine. The odds of all of them yeah. being good at one right. time is practically impossible. Yeah. Of Unless course. maybe you're Boston. It's, yeah, well, Chicago, you have more options. New York, there's there's so many teams in the city. Yeah, I mean, my life would be pretty miserable without the Blackhawks. Right now. To be honest with you. I They're think just a lot always of there, yeah. From Chicago would be angry all the time. Well, hey, the plus side of this, Brennan, is it's finally the cashier, right? You just you associate <laughs> the word Washington sports with joke. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Oh, oh yeah. But the thing, isn't it crazy, though, that none of your teams are, are bad? Not, no. Like, none of them are bad. Like, no. not a single one. They're all good to My brother texted close. me again last week and goes, Brent, this is year. I go, Sam, you said this last year. I thought last year was the cashier. To be honest, I thought last year was the cashier. Yeah. 100%. I was like, Ovechkin's finally going to yeah. get one. I right. love Ovechkin. Yeah. You I mean, know. Have, have you seen that one commercial? He did a commercial, a spot with the NHL, like, yeah, was it like three years ago? And all he had to say was hockey at its best. And he, for the life of him, he could not hockey. <laughs> like, I mean. I like the he, Eastern Motors ones. <laughs> I love Eastern Motors. Right, I love Eastern Motors. Yeah. I know the theme song by heart. He he's, he's, a, he's an animal. He, it's just, there's no other way. There's uh, no other way to say it. But look, last year, as great as they were in the regular season, the loss of the Penguins, the way the division, the way the new playoff structure is now. You have to beat your division, and like the that. Metropolitan Division is the toughest in all of hockey, so they're going to have to play the Penguins probably yeah. in the second round again. Last year, they ran into a buzzsaw. I'm, I know I'm probably naive, but I do think there's reason for optimism. I, right I now, they're so. the best team in hockey. Yes. They're, they're probably playing as good, if not a little better, than last year. Yeah. I like their chances. I do. I'm call well, me we'll call me naive, we'll but I, I, I like their chances. Listen, Blackhawks were there. We were the best team in hockey. What was it last year? Uh, no, was it? It was. I mean, every time we're the best. In, you guys get it done. No, we don't get oh, it done. Not, well, we don't either. That's what I'm saying. Is, <laughs> well, is, is I don't think that's. Yeah, great. You get to win the trophy of like best record. Actually, but nobody cares get, if you don't get to hold the cup up, which doesn't normally the happen. All the second time. cup, you were the second president's one. trophy. Yes. Okay. But the other, you know, two other times in the past what eight years that that yeah. was not the case, and and I bet you with a lot of things like NFL. A lot of the times, it's the guys that are in the, the wild card. I mean, for a stretch, it was 50-50 of the time. 
Yeah. Where 50% of the time, a wild card team is actually winning the Super Bowl. That's what happens. Like the Kings. When, when the Kings eight won, seed, yeah. eight seed. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, the city of Washington is just itching for a championship at this point. Well, that, and the Cavs yeah. are our best bet. I they think. really are. Well, the Wizards are not awful. I mean, I know Wizards they're not are, there, but they're, they're, they're probably the third, they're probably the fourth, third or fourth third best team. Right now. All right. If you had to yeah. rank your, like, Washington sports based on the love. Love right this now. question. Without love, we've said this before. Um, right now, at the moment. Don't yeah. ask college because that's like 10 no, no, no. minutes. Well, okay, all right. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, just Washington. We're just focusing on Washington right now. I would say Redskins. Redskins won. Probably. This is a, this is a hard This ball. is a hard between yeah, two Cavs and, and Wizards. And Nats. And Nats is fourth. Because sure. they came around well, later. Nats came around yeah. later. I grew up an Orioles fan. Okay. I grew up going to Camden Yards. That was. I, yeah. I don't love baseball, sense. but like, makes sense. Cavs and Wizards depends on you where I'm at. And I know, I know. It seems like it's kind of cursed, and you know, you're, you're dying for a cup. But you did grow up in a probably the best time any DC hockey fans grown up, mm-hmm. like the Ovechkin era mm-hmm. you saw from childhood out, mm-hmm. and still going. Mm-hmm. Who might actually break Gretzky's record for goals? As crazy oh. as that is, he has an outside I mean, chance. He just needs a cup. He's yeah. going to be one of the greatest, and it it definitely hurts, even though. I don't really care about the Cavs. I do love. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, I know you're a little sad about Brooks Leitch. It's been about oh, a year yeah. since he's been yeah. gone, but you get the Oshi family now yeah. to, Oshi. to tie you over. Oh, man. <laughs> they're, on a, they're, on their, they're on their week vacation or break yeah. or whatever yeah. right now. They all went to the Bahamas, and they were so cute. And, like, all, the whole, all the families went. Like, oh, my God. And his family. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. John Carlson. His, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Did you hear about what happened to the Blackhawks? No. So they had their week vacation, and they're like, "Hey, rookies, you gotta stay." I did. Oh, hear that. yeah. Wolf. That sucks. It sucks. Part of the deal. I mean, they revamped a lot of their team every year. They win the Stanley Cup and then just rip. Yeah. You know. That's what salary will do. I mean, they're paying the two highest is. salaries in the league right now. I know, and and the rookies are like, um, what? It's like, yeah, like half of their roster right now is rookies, and yeah. they're half is just money. So it's like, yep, yeah, you gotta keep working. Sorry, sorry, Rooks. You, you want to be as good as the guys. Keep going. Yeah. So I did want to switch topics here because this idea came to me just before we went on. The social media side of things, Heather, you're working in social media, obviously. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what the NBA's done in terms of issued press releases saying "cool it" on attacking one another, teams attacking another, players going after each other yeah. on social media? I mean. Because I think Chandler Parsons and C.J. McCollum got into it, and that was the tipping point. But from your perspective, as someone that monitors social media all the time, the NBA just took a hard stance saying pretty much knock it off or there'll be repercussions. Do you think it's a good idea that this kind of banter is completely shut down? Is there a middle ground where yeah. that could have worked? I think that the NFL won't do that. I mean, I think the NBA, you can do the math. I mean, you can see it on all their Instagram, their Twitter, they're definitely a more dominant force when it comes to social media. A lot of their players, their biggest players, I mean, Brady just got Instagram. LeBron is on everything. You yeah. know, I think you talk about the two biggest polarizing things. That alone just sort yeah. of shows you which league is sort of more on their player side. So I can see from the NBA because social is a lot of their life. Where football is definitely not the case. You know, a lot of the players, yeah, there's some great players on social, but for the most part, they're sort of for their own, like, being, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. they're like, all right, I got this ad. I have, I'm partnered with Adidas and things like that. Right. Not a lot of them show their own, like, personality or character. I couldn't even think of, like, beef off the top of my head, you know? It's not even beef, I would say, but, like, Brandon Marshall and Antonio Brown at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that was, like, cool With the whole, it was, that See, was that, cool that's the, the thing. whole car I don't, situation. I don't the mind, I don't mind a open dialogue friendly. I mean, we know the difference between just ruthless oh, like, threats on Twitter. The NBA, I think the NBA took it a little harsh step, but I see what you're saying. Like, they don't want anything to get in the way of their social media because of how far, you know, they put into it. But, I don't know, I mean, I kind of like some of the lighter sides of things. And you're seeing teams mock it. Oh, my their favorite. Their counts I know. are just yeah, mocking I, know. Right I was actually just going to say, like, who cares about the, like, I, I guess, I do care about some of the players. I actually would rather watch their Snapchat feeds than I would watch their Twitter feeds in most right. days of the year. But man, the teams are oh, savvy. The teams are great. Yeah. Whoever runs those Did you see the hockey oh, world get into it? Did you see the hockey world get into it? No. The stars were playing the Predators, and the stars tweeted Nashville. Yeah. Good luck. We really hope you do hard. Oh, wait, wrong league. We hope we win, because this is sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, it's and seriously, great. I think the best sports team 
uh, on social media is the LA Kings. No. That's, that's my No, that's choice. a hard no. Okay. I don't follow them. I don't follow Actually, them. I okay. um, urge you to look at the White Sox. White Sox are mm-hmm. good? Okay. I think they have a great social media game. I do like sometimes, like a lot of like the Dodgers do on, on Twitter. I think mm. they're pretty cool, but I gotta go White Sox. I don't follow a lot of them on Snapchat mm. as far as the other teams. Yeah. I, I had to watch so much of the NFL, the NFL teams, yeah. I don't really get a chance to observe everything. I follow on Snapchat, I guess on Snapchat I follow my own teams, like my like the Washington yeah. teams and stuff. And then for Snapchat, for work, I had to follow the NFC East football teams. So I had to follow the Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys, which was awful. Yeah, everyone's pretty good. They're yeah. they're pretty funny. I will say the Blackhawks too also have good, but I also think that like, and I know this just because friends of friends that we either work at work at both the Kings and the Blackhawks. Like, you go to Blackhawks game, they have really cool like graphics and things that they do. Like, I mean, the entire ice, you can see movie. Like, they yeah. show part of their opening ceremony or thing has right. like movies on the ice. Yeah, yeah. a lot well, of people yeah. don't have that, but that's also what happens when you win. Right. The cups, yeah. And you get all this money to do more things with. I think Montreal, I mean, hockey's an institution up there. I think they're one of the ones that are like that too. Yeah. But you're, you're right, it's not that many. Yeah, and, and a lot of that, some of that will say, will reflect on the things that they can do on social. I will mm-hmm. definitely say that. You know, if you're the Blackhawks, you've won, you've won this, you'll get more resources. You'll get the yeah. guys, you'll be able to do the things or take things out of house, you know? Right, well, it, it's growing. I mean, I was just in Chicago this weekend talking to somebody about their youth program, and they're like, when you win three Stanley Cups, more kids want to play hockey. Yeah, so the numbers yeah. are up in Chicago for youth hockey. In the Midwest, they're down just about everywhere else across the board. But when you win, you get the luxuries of that and the interest peaks. Yeah, I bet yeah. you they are skyrocketing right yeah, now. I mean, the yeah. Caps are definitely trying to get yeah. their game. And I can tell by their yeah. social media and what they're yeah. doing. And, I mean, youth hockey. I mean, you get those moments. Huge. Like, we were, like, it was like a TV in the lobby of a rink. And they were just showing the highlights of the first Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, Kane's goal to beat the Flyers. And everyone's still watching around the TV getting excited when he scores. Like, yeah. You know. Quicker seeing it for the first time. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, two goals in 17 seconds. That was that was the that was that was the third that was yeah. the second one. The first two, I mean, were just insane endings. So. I mean, I can't like uh, the second one though, that was we were going against I think it was Boston. We were going against yeah. and man. I felt like Char was like the big bad wolf. <laughs> I was like, God, I freaking hate this guy so much. He just ruins Taze. Like, I mean, he just walks up to him and Taze just, like, falls over. It's so <laughs> terrible. I mean, not just Taze, but yeah, everybody falls over. Blackhawks games with Heather, because she's so, yeah. Maybe so they the Stanley Cup final this year? Oh, if that be... I will actually be in the United States, where last year I was in Europe, Europe, and I was yeah. like, I was actually like, oh, man, the Blackhawks might be, uh, you know, I, I mean, I won't, yeah. be, I won't be able to watch. And then I loved it, too, because... The Kings lost, and then the Blackhawks lost, I think, the next day or two days later. Yeah. And I just loved being able to talk to Kings fans. Be like, you know what? Another year that the Blackhawks last longer in the playoffs than the Kings do. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. That was, that was yeah, that was in a couple no, days. Yeah, no matter was, how much, just, we still last longer. Okay. If both of our teams make it, that's going to be an interesting couple of days. I, but I, I truly love Ovechkin. Yeah. Oshie? No. Well, that's the no, Blues-Blackhawks no. rivalry yep, coming see? out. Of yeah, yeah. Oshie's like a hard pass. Yeah. I'm like, no. But I, I, I love Ovechkin. I mean, I think that anybody that loves hockey, it's like that whole stuff with Brady. Everyone's like, I love football, but I hate Brady. Like, why do you hate Brady? Because he wins? Right. Well, the thing, he, about, and the thing about Ovechkin, he came into the league when it was, for the lack of a better word, a little boring. Yeah. yeah. He was this rocket yes. fueled with emotion. Yeah. and Yeah, he was a little brash, and he pissed yeah. some people off. But the game needed it at that time. Did you see the guy that... Uh, I don't like scoring his thousand points. Crosby, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. I compare Crosby more to Brady. He's a baby. Not in the, here's yeah. here's where I compare Crosby more to Brady in the sense that no matter if you love him or hate him, like I know a lot of people that hate both those guys, mm-hmm. Brady, but you got to respect their game. There's that I... one. Crosby's still the best pure player in the league. Yeah. And I'm not you a think fan. So? Yeah. Really? All, five two player. You think like so it's to steal really a baseball so. term. He does everything. Wait, wait. You you think so too? I mean, as a lot Brennan of knows I'm more Ovechkin than Crosby. Yeah, you are. But I gotta give it. I'm not. I can't hate on it. Like I, I hate Sidney Crosby, like almost as much as I hate Tony Romo. I, I mean, hate Tony Romo. But like, I don't like our, my mine's Peyton Manning out of the three. But we're not gonna go on that one. I'm just oh, gonna yeah. see red and get mad. <laughs> Start punching things. No, but so, like I don't. Sidney Crosby. I don't get. See, here's my thing: is I feel like these guys that are just leaders that you that are these staple names have like grit. 
and leadership mm-hmm. and all this kind Would of stuff. Would Sydney be as good in somewhere that's not Pittsburgh? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Interesting. No. I love the debate. Look at so who he's played with. His forward line mates in these th- in these hundred point thousand points have never been good. Fifth round, sixth round picks. He's not Michael he may, Jordan. He's not a okay. Player. Well, now we're comparing him to two no, of the no, best. No. That's okay. okay. <laughs> those are pretty, but, but, but I yeah. think that like for me. You stick them on the stars, and they're gonna they're gonna go to the Stanley Cup every single year. You put Crosby on the Cup. That's what I'm stars? saying. It's like yeah. I, I just I don't know. I just don't think he's that. Like he's he's a good player. He's really good. He's probably the, he's the top ten every year. I just don't think he's number one always. You know, I, I just that's like, tough. No, I know it's an acquired taste, but I just look at his game from just take the name off the back of the jersey. Yeah, that guy just does everything. I mean, there's better. Like, there's, 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 I have yeah. Taze and Kane. No, I know. And I mean, and Hosa. Okay. I know. Hosa's good. I cannot there, agree with yeah. you. Kane okay. is, and that's the thing is, it's hard for me to argue that they're better because I think when you match, if you could match them together, they are both Taze and Kane are the perfect right hockey player. I, with the actual perfect hockey. Yeah, player, if you but, combine them together, but I put. But Taze is like Taze a hybrid can't score as much, and right. and Kane. Works when he wants to work. <laughs> and he's like, but 5'11, 180 and he pounds. He is definitely temperamental. I'll tell you this though, as quick aside before we switch on to another topic. My younger sister did a complete 180 on Kane. I didn't even realize that it happened from like diehard fan to what had happened. We were at the All Star game, just anti Kane. Well, how about the All Star game? No, not at the All Star game. We were at the All Star game oh. and the reaction to. You know, some of the off-ice incidents oh, that have oh, soured a lot oh. of people on Kane. We've talked about this. We have talked about this. And I didn't realize that transformation had happened with her, but I've seen it a lot. I mean, there's a lot of, it's a lot of people People it's that are like, you know what, no, not anymore. And she was used to be pretty much all about him, and now it's just like, no. I'll say this from someone that works in sports that sort of this isn't new. Like, mm-hmm. the story sort of, yeah. the story always sort of stays the same, unless you're a Ray Rice sort of character, but like... Honestly, um, what he did, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Like, the worst kind of way, where if he hadn't had that season, where if he wasn't, like, the MVP that year, he would have easily been traded. Like, no matter what, the Blackhawks would have said, I don't care how much money we owe you, we are going to trade you as fast as possible. Right, because we don't know, like, it's more so, obviously, he cleared of all charges, but it's the behavior, and it wasn't a one-time thing. He had a reputation for acting as such, so, yeah, it's... It's a tough situation, as we see with a lot of athletes. But I do want to switch to something more positive with Brenna Haven and Heather Pink on the Money Mitch Effect. Steve Smith was hired by NFL Network it to was. be an analyst. I thought that was a great hire. It it's interesting. Now we might actually see a fist fight between a player and an, and an analyst. <laughs> but I could see, you know, he's talking some trash about a corner. He's super and, nice. I got no, to meet yeah. him at Super Bowl. And, oh, and I looked up to this guy. Yeah, I loved his competitive spirit. And I love the fact that he took no crap from anyone. I was the, I mean, Mighty, my, I yeah, that, Brenna, 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 how tall are you, Brenna? 5'11". I'm 5'8". Five five yeah. So I definitely mocked a lot of it and saw, like, resembled a lot of his game and the way that I played mine. I was like, sure. Tough, you know, yeah, a tough mother. Yeah, crap from anyone. Yeah. And yeah. I like him as a person. I think he could be, I think he could be a good analyst because yeah. he's actually, hum- he's, he's humorous, he has timing, he understands the game, obviously. But that got me thinking, is there anybody currently playing now that you think could be a good analyst when their career is over? Yeah, I have a good answer, but go first. Why well, I've got like like I've got like one A, one A. Emmanuel Sanders came in a month or so ago, maybe maybe it was a month and a half, and did game day morning, uh-huh. and he was phenomenal. Like I thought that he was sort of when LT first started, he was definitely working through some stuff. I mean, when you're this big name and don't do TV, it shows. Mm-hmm. When you do TV, but you're not as big of a name, like you're like, wow, this person's good. So Emmanuel Sanders, like his knowledge of TV and his personality just was off the charts. Yeah. I mean, I was like, man, if we don't get this guy after, like, we're going to be, you know, serious trouble. I thought Pat McAfee was great and yeah. he just retired. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. would have been a perfect fit for us. Um, but that's definitely the one for sure person that off the top of my okay. head I know. Honestly, I, I, and this is out of left field, but like the whole John Dornboss thing with Ellen, he's great. That is left field. He is. is, Yeah. He's but but he's a great like interactor. Like he's really good. He's very personable. He's very. I don't know his knowledge about the game. He probably knows a lot, obviously. But like, he's very just energetic and wants to be there and wants to talk to everyone. He did this whole thing on Ellen at the Super Bowl, which was great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I was I actually sat in the green room at work with Willie McGinnis. And he's, were, he's a champ. I love him. A champ. I love him. And he knows what he's talking about. Like that dude mm-hmm. is smart. Yeah, and he was sitting there with like we were, I was sitting there with um Perry Garcon because he was in town. And Casual. Casual <laughs> casually sitting there with them. No, we were doing stuff for Snapchat and them watching TA and and talking about all this different stuff and just seeing the banter go back and forth and you're just like, oh my god. Like, cool. there's so much more to them than you think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks when you know these guys are sort of being watched all the time. Yeah. They know it. They're like, well, you can tell, like, I'd, I'd love to speak my mind. And that's why I think Steve Smith resonated to so much and mm-hmm. guys like Richard Sherman who'd be that's great on TV. That's what yeah. I was, yeah, uh, I took the words out of my mouth. I mean, Gronk, of course, but he's maybe not as the Sherman's as in, punctual. It, he can break down the works. game. I feel like Sherman would be great breaking down yeah. the game, mm-hmm. going to the monitor, say, over an all-22, Mick, this is mm-hmm. why this happened. I mean, the one name that keeps getting circulated whenever he retires is Romo. He's going to be working for NBC yeah. or one of the main networks. Fox so. or something. They'll hire. I don't know how good he'll be, but... Easily. Like, I don't know how good he'll be. He might be good, but they want you know, him. I'll, I'll throw you a Fox name that is going to be my dark horse. Kyle Long, for sure. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Sure. And get more of the Long family. I know. Right? I, I think that that's one of those guys where, um, you know, Jeff Saturday, when he went to ESPN, he was his long career in Indy. Yeah. Big dude. I mean, oh, yeah. And then he got the 100 pounds. That's what happens. Yeah. I think what that could happen, and like, I mean, going from where he looked like to, to now, I'm like, wow. Like, he looks great. And I think that Kyle Long will end up losing a little bit of that offensive lineman weight, and he could almost be just as good as his back. What about Larry Fitz? Oh, he's that's, great. That's, that, that's an interesting a one. But I also, I think so. I just think he's, like, there's more to his life than working on TV. Actually, I agree. I agree. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't but think I he will. I do love that commercial where he, like, calls his mom basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I, I, I vision him as something that's, like, almost just, like, your purpose is so much better than that. Yeah. Like you, right. you have so much more to, yeah. to, to this. Not, not, I think that'd be cool, though. He, he yeah. does just about everything well. Not the best hockey player, though. We did no. see him skate. It was we not good. Snapchat. It we wasn't good. <laughs> it broke pretty much every rule you learn when you start ice skating. But, yeah, we called else. him majestic <laughs> on the football field and not so majestic on the ice. No, it was, it was tough to watch. Yeah. But, yeah, it was I'm, fun. I'm surprised. I think we need to watch this video. <laughs> it was, we put it on yeah. Snapchat. I'll show it to you. It was funny. Oh I'm surprised neither of you said Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I know he's retired, but I, can oh you yeah, get in I the mean, studio? I, I think he's one of those guys where you have, like, once a week. He's like a, a Dion, where, man, you put Dion and him in the same room uh, <laughs> yeah. in LT. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the stuff oh, yeah. he's doing on, like, the Travel, is it the Travel Channel or Discovery? The Skittles? Or, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The Skittles, the Skittles video well, where... Um, um, yeah, that one, too. The Houston? Right. I did see that. I was talking about when he went to, like, Ireland or where. Yeah, he went to Houston, Ireland. Oh, yeah, so that was the same video. He went to Houston Island. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw the Ireland one. He had a great producer. He did the, uh, I don't know the name of the show, with the guys that work on the cars. He did that show, too. Um, Oh, I I just know the um, Bear Girls one. Yeah. But he did some, like, auto-related thing. Like, he's going everywhere, just putting himself in random positions. And every time Conan does his gaming thing, he makes an appearance. That should apparently come out soon. I heard that there's going to be some type of, like, Gronk and... Marshawn yeah, someone. they He's did tape. They out. taped a bunch of like they taped that Super Bowl yeah. before the Super Bowl. You know what I thought was crazy? I don't mean to keep circling back to this. Being at the Super Bowl, I had to watch all the commercials afterwards, or like when the Katy Perry thing happened. I was like, I wonder what the Blue Shark did. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Right. But that commercial with Brady, when he had like the rings, like he like pulled them off. He's like, oh wait, I got one right. more. It's a new edition. And I saw that, I was like, oh my god. What? Yeah. My, my, my mind, I was like, no, no, this didn't air. They're like, yeah, this this literally aired. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even believe it. Like, did yeah. everyone at home think that, like, that was what he meant? Yeah, that's exactly yeah? what they thought. Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. You're speaking on behalf of America. I think, I think so. <laughs> America Brady, says, Brady yes. is yes. very clever. Like, yeah. he knows enough to not disrespect the moment. Like, he wasn't going to just throw shade yeah. or trash Goodell to his face. Because, look, what would that prove? True. You know, he's it'd make him look bad to mostly, I mean, kids and just everybody in general. But yeah. Yeah, he's going to have a little fun. Look, oh, yeah, at, his, look at his Facebook but post I mean, when he beats every that? team. What if you lose that game? Oh, it doesn't oh, air. Well, then, my favorite one was the one with what, the NFL one with the babies dressed up as the. Those were adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Those were literally adorable. That was my what, a, what a home run. Yeah, I it's mean, a home run. Yeah. I love that. My favorite yeah. part of the Super Bowl was 
my sister and I are like watching. I was okay as a football fan. I'm probably like a saint for thinking this. I was excited about Lady Gaga more so than anything. Well, I just want to point this out too. It's fine. No, no, it's totally fine. The one thing I'll say is, and it doesn't surprise me either. Four years in a row, the halftime show outrated any one portion of the game, including the ending of overtime. Well, I'll say this: Beyonce saved Coldplay last year, but we're not going to talk about that one. Um, we'll get to Beyonce. Yeah, I, so my sister and I were watching the front, the first part of it because it was in like the big. Were you scared on. for her health? No, the, she just took a jump. No, up to be honest with you, so we're watching it, and I'm like, "What the heck is making those colors? Like, there's no first of all, I'm like, those aren't stars, those aren't city lights." <laughs> and I honestly was like, "What yeah. the heck is that?" There were, we're, we're I didn't know that till the next day. Yeah, because we, we both were like so. Like trying to figure out where she was, what was happening, yeah. and and mm-hmm. to be honest, when everyone asked me like, "Oh, did she drop from the ceiling?" I'm like, I have no idea because I was just trying to figure out what, what the heck yeah. was going on. I I don't think like doing the math, I don't think she did. She didn't because they taped that before. Yeah. She did. And that because... was literally the craziest like that was the yeah. craziest thing I've ever seen. They taped it before because of weather. They didn't want to like yeah. God forbid something happened like if it rained or something. So that was the day before. Happened. It had, had to be because it was dark out. It had yeah. to have been the night before. The night like, before, yeah. yeah. That thing was closed. It, like, yeah, that, exactly. that, that roof was closed and it only opened for Gaga. Right. It mm. only opened for Gaga. It was for a good show. It wanted to make the, make you guys think that she was really jumping I, I legit did. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so I, mean, it, I was it, like, oh my god! She did, <laughs> oh my god! I was just like, oh my god! She just did that! And, I, and then finally I was like, oh, she didn't... Man, she didn't do it? And so I was like, oh, I guess not. I'm like, what the... My question is, what does she jump onto at the end? Oh, she jumped in like a pit. Oh. Okay. Uh, like a pit of like, like fluff. Fluff. Yeah, like you know those like foam. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to a concert. Is that like normal? Is I that no? No. 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 But she we only go to country concerts. Or Super Bowl halftime. But strict, strictly, strictly country and Super Bowl halftime. Okay. Never been to Lady Gaga. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that was. I loved it. I thought that was very special, and I I just loved the sort of just empowerment that she. I mean, you could tell from the moment that she started, when she sang, what was it? Was God Bless America. She said, God Bless America. Yeah. You could tell that that was what she wanted to do. Uh-huh. Like from a little, and, and I thought that was just a great moment for America. And then she didn't have a single person come on with her. It was her song. No. Uh-huh. And she sang what she wanted to sing. I loved her piano. Piano was playing. fantastic. Right. I, I will love say, that song. I will say, and not to like rub anything in, but I felt like watching it there was actually better. Oh, I'm sure. Than seeing it, because the director just... Maybe not the director, but I think that the whole production of it on camera was way less than what it actually yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they kind of, yeah, you got to fit it to, to yeah, the audience. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, Beyonce, you watch Beyonce's and she has every single camera down to a pinpoint. But like, Lady Gaga was like, when they were shooting, like when they had this one shot of my camera, I'm like, oh, I, I remember that. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Why did they take this camera shot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, wow. what the heck? I mean. Yeah. That was well, a great show. I liked it a lot. It was. Well, before we switch to the final topic, Money Mitch Effect, Heather Pink, and Brenna Haven, I do want to congratulate the Jeter family. Oh. I think I had to bring that up for a Brenna because it's Hannah, right? Hannah yeah. Davis, that's Hannah the one you married. She's a supermodel, Sports Illustrated well, model. Yeah. Who was, I, who was in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit magazine. And they even broke well, up. She's, she and got back together like, 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 uh, like years ago. Yeah. yeah. One of the best accomplishments probably tying Jeter down, yeah. right? It's <laughs> going to be a gorgeous child. I don't so know. Crazy. I mean, it's a as much girl. As I love Jeter, but man, Hannah Davis is gorgeous. And they both she have is. the same color eyes. So the baby's gonna have tan skin and the green eye. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the biggest letdown if that baby is ugly. You know that, right? Yeah. It's gonna be the okay. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. It's a girl. Okay. That's how you felt about Blue Ivy too, and she looks like Jeter. She's getting cuter. She is. She is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough break. She's getting cuter. Beyonce got way better with age, so I'm sure she's getting old too. No, she is getting way better. She looked way better. I mean, like. Okay, I know you had grams on there, so I'll just... We're about to get I'll, to I'll, it, yeah. so you can say no, what I'm saying right now. I'm about to segue into the Grammys. Yeah, here we I, go. So, of course, the big news of Super Bowl was like, oh my god, I mean, I thought that was the most, like, the biggest thing during Super Bowl week. Oh, yeah, Beyonce's pregnant. Oh, I freaked out at work. I mean, you I... You have no idea. Twins? Ask everyone Two. around me, I was, like... I was so were, can, can I just say this? Were they? Was this mom like? Because she's clearly she was showing at the Grammy, so they known for a while and just. I guess, yeah. yeah, because she, well, you had to have known if you you like what she she's showing, like, so yeah. she, she has, has to be at least four, four or five. Yeah, yeah. Just four or five. Which is so was she just not making appearances? Or? No, she hasn't okay. done anything. But she's supposed to play Coachella in April. No way. Yeah, she she's headlining. She's it. headlining. There's she's no, supposed to, but at that point, she'll be seven months. 
with twins, there's no way. That's why I was saying there's no, no way. way that she's gonna do that. Hey, a doctor on and stage, maybe a live delivery. And for everyone who paid four hundred dollars to see her in concert. Yeah, but if, but if you pay, you pay four hundred, you get like three days. That's true. So I, like, I there, I, there are a lot of people that paid to see her. And and honestly, when she gave her first her like acceptance speech, you could you could tell the babies around her diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Like even just from talking, when I know a lot of people were throwing shade about like, oh well, it was sort of like a you know but like an art performance, and she didn't sing that much. I'm like, people, <laughs> give her a break. She has yeah. two babies like kicking our diaphragm. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like. Seeing for many of the people and some baby just, just like jamming. Two, two children, not just one. I know. There's two of them in there. I know. So I think this is a good point to switch solely to the Grammys and we can okay. start with the. I'm sorry, but I'm I, I'm going back to your Jeter point for a second. I'm yeah. very excited for that child. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can't wait to see what they name it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Sorry. <laughs> so I brought this up because obviously it's pop culture at its finest. I want to say for Beyonce, I think I'm in a minority here. I'm middle of the road. Most people I talk to are either just diehard Beyonce fans. Everything she does is cool, and that's okay. You're talking to me. You're talking to me. You're talking to me. You're talking to Or the flip side of that, where they just can't stand yes. her at all. And I'm not that either, but middle of the road. And I'm, I wasn't thrilled with any of her latest music. I just okay. don't. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Crazy in Love, that era. Yeah. It just it doesn't get and it's not like I I hate it I just yeah. it just doesn't really I don't me. I don't think you were her target demographic I'm just okay. gonna throw that okay. out there you saw her here and I saw her in Baltimore this past summer I thought she was phenomenal yeah her I thought she was great her I mean honest to God she is definitely the the best entertainer in the world right now yeah hands down yeah I mean <laughs> she's a perfectionist but I think that like she's allowed to be. So you like the performance? I mean, I know it was a great. It was a great. She's a phenomenal uh, singer. I know it was great. Account oh, for the being grades. able to do it with twins, like that's yeah. that's cutting through like obviously other circumstances. But that's but how she is. You like, like the actual the song? The performance. She's starting a whole new thing with this whole like with at least with her Instagram post with the flowers and everything. That's what this was too. This is a yeah. whole like yeah. flower. I'll say. But I, I guess think. I tune into the Grammys. Maybe I'm just a casual music fan, but just to hear. Yeah. Songs and live yeah, performances, that's the best part and, like, of the and like okay, I'll tell you one of the highs. I didn't watch it live. I crashed course it, but Bruno Mars, great job. Oh. He's completely won me over. I was not a fan at first, and the way he performs is great. So you know, I'll say this. I told my, I told Sully before <laughs> we, because um, we watched it together, and I was like, this is going to be the Grammy for the ages. Okay, like I don't, I don't know why, I feel it. I know it's going to be the. You thought the, so? Grammy for I knew, the ages. I knew it before. With two sound failures. But that's why. That, but, but oh, that, I guess from entertaining. Okay, from entertaining. I, I mean, and, okay. and honestly, like, was it CBS? CBS took like most of the presenting stuff out of it. Yeah. They only gave away a few awards on camera. Yeah. Yet, I had to go online to find out who actually won some of this stuff, mm-hmm. which was sort of crazy. They only handed out a few awards, so they really focused and hammered home the sets on the music. And when you're changing that many sets, man, somebody's gonna like Somebody's something yeah. has to give. And I thought that. I thought Beyonce was great, but she was definitely not my favorite of, no. of the night. I thought, honest to God, as much as Adele's was great, I loved Katy Perry's. I thought hers was phenomenal. It was just cool. It was just fun. First off, when did Hello come out? Like, I... <laughs> the beginning of 20... Was... <laughs> that one in the Grammy? Like, I felt like that song came out like three years. It was, it was like right at the cusp. Like, yeah. like that was like the start. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It did feel like that song's been out longer than it, it, the yeah. Statue of Limitations. No, I agree. Sport. But Adele, I'm a fan of her voice, obviously. If you're going to do a tribute to George Michael, my suggestion would be something that more of the public knows. I agree. That's true. I totally agree. No, no, no. Right? I, I agree. When she... No, like, I, I don't... The fact that she screwed up and then, like, I don't, it started yeah. over again, I actually was like, I love you way yeah. No, no, that's, that was great. I meant, like, the song itself. No, like, I agree. I didn't know that's like either. I didn't know, like, yeah. Careless Whisper or something exactly. like that. Yeah. yeah, but... What was I, your favorite performance? My favorite performance. I, you should I get mean, this one right because I'll tell you mine when oh you guys. Oh God, know. this is lovely. And then I have to go last because yeah. I, okay. I, I don't really know mine. Okay. But I don't really know mine either, but I love Ed Sheeran. You know what? It's not I a bad choice. Love Ed Sheeran. I'm obsessed. I pre-ordered that album the minute he said that it was coming out because I love him. I saw him here at the Hollywood Bowl, and that was one of my favorite concerts I've ever mm-hmm. seen. It just makes heat. It, I mean, shape is all over there. Yeah. On stage. By himself, he needs nothing else, and it, I thought it was amazing. Right, no, I love that song, and I thought it was great. 
He did no, he did a fantastic job. I didn't get the whole the one I didn't really get, but I loved them both was Lucas Graham and Kelsey Ballerini. I hated that one. Oh dear. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm not a terrible person, but Lucas Graham has the most punchable face. Like <laughs> too many. Really? Most I was punchable. like, oh, yeah. I hate that was guy. the weirdest weirdest thing. It's I wanted to be separate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get that. No, and then, what about yours? Yeah, go oh, on. I, 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 oh. no, I didn't get it either. It oh. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, the best was the Prince tribute. Oh, more yes, staying, I'm more oh, staying yes. the time. Just, yeah. Well, those guys back on stage. And I Bruno did a good job, too. The only, the only knock I have on the Bruno part of the Prince tribute, I don't know that he necessarily had to, had to go full Prince mode. Like, I disagree. Did. I liked it. I liked it. I liked the fact Dressing that he did. Dressing as him. I liked the fact that he did like, show the guitar. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought, I thought cool. people didn't know that yeah. he could do that. Right. I thought that was cool that he like. No, but I'm a big Morris Stay in the Time fan. And that mm-hmm. jungle of yeah. them coming out there. And, and they're Minnesota guys too, so it wasn't like they just brought them out just to bring them out. Yeah, no. Yeah. That yeah. was it in was Purple Yeah, yeah. That was great. Um, but what's yours, Heather? Mine's is it Marin Morris and yeah. Alicia Keys. That <gasps> Me was too. My favorite. That was a good one too. That was my favorite. I, I'm not going to say, like, that wasn't one. And I'll say what, what was like inching underneath. Was pentatonics when they sang the that's, and then yeah. and then pentatonics, I still yeah. I love them. I Wait, listened. Did you see coming. last year? By the way, just hard to catch you guys off when they and Stevie Wonder did the Earth Wind and Fire yeah. tribute, and it was unbelievable. The best single minute of the Grammys last yes. year. No music, just singing. I'm with you though because I texted Tom and I told him I was like I love Alicia Keys and Mary Morris, and then pentatonics is his favorite. So actually, pentatonics is one of my top. Like we're. We're looking to go to their July 4th thing here. Like, we're going to go. I can't go, but... So it's going to be... Like, they're um, amazing. I will say, though, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even joking, because I am a Katy Perry fan. I loved the intro to Katy Perry with yeah. Little Big Town. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I want you to cover every one of her songs. <laughs> like, so they were so good. I mean, all, so all like, those, I think... And I even liked the um, Saturday Night uh, tribute, too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, Demi Moore. Right. I, mean, I mean, uh Demi Lovato. Looked like Demi Moore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. A young Demi Moore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like mixing them because I'm yeah. hungry. Why is she always in a tribute, though? She was in a tribute last year. Maybe that's her thing. <laughs> it's like well, she's she in the market. She didn't have a big marquee song, and I bet you they were like, you either need to do this or you don't get to come, she's sort of thing. If you, or you drink she's out of beautiful. a flask don't, in the front don't, row. Don't, hate, don't, 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 don't throw shade on them. I'm not hating. What did you guys think about that? Rihanna just casually drinking while she was watching the award show. Oh my gosh, I That's probably my favorite moment. She was like sitting next to Carrie Underwood. And then I see the next day like this gift that was like I like her mouthing. I need a shot. I was like, I I like that was, Rihanna. You know what like though? Rihanna. That was classic. Like we've all been there. That was classic. Like she probably said, "Hey, yeah. what's up, Carrie? This conversation she sucks. Looked, I need a shot." She looked behind her and saw Beyonce and like gave they both gave a little like wink and wave to each other. Like, I, I mean, every drink. time Beyonce went, she was probably like chug 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 chug. My favorite was Blue Ivy. She was cute. She was so cute. Honestly, though, I actually really adore Rihanna's new song. I think it's with Paul McCartney. The he helped write it, Love on the Brain. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I, I adore yeah. that song. I yeah. think that like that song probably will resonate more than some of Beyonce yeah. songs. Yeah. More popular songs from yeah. the whole album. Um, and I was hoping that That's that a good one too. that would have been cool to have like. Paul were you mm-hmm. were you happy for Chicago's own Chance the Rapper? Yeah, you know what's funny is maybe like an idiot. A couple <laughs> years, I think I want to say it was like a year and a half ago. Uh, he had an exclusive line with the because he's a huge white Sox fan yeah exclusive line with the white Sox, like these awesome hats like, man i really want one of these hats but i don't know this guy i have no idea who this guy is but this was like a year and a half ago when he was only like chicago known yeah like chicago big name really he was yeah. like worldwide known ish but his popular song hadn't come out yet you mm-hmm. know and then whenever like oh you chicago known you know what? I will say, I don't get his body structure. Maybe that's true. <laughs> <laughs> true. Like, his shoulders are just basically next to I his neck, heard, hanging out. Like, I'm, and I'm just naive, but I've never heard of a song by him before. I probably had. It's been no one. Yes, I have. I really liked his performance. So, really yeah. He's a, and he, well, the whole gospel I'm surprised thing, you, I'm surprised you hadn't heard that, seen that performance. They did, I think it was Ellen, booked probably. those oh, three on the show know. for... An art art performance like that with the whole gospel. Yeah, I wish too. he would have sang like another chord or two of his like yeah. popular song. Yeah, right. I, I, I might have heard about it, but I, I wait. I also stick to country. You actually so don't like, think you actually have not heard of spot popular. Okay, we're gonna really? that we'll, we'll get, we'll get that like, too. I don't know. Really, you would know. Sure. You would. I probably would know. 100%, so, yeah. do you think any awards were given out unjustly? Anybody robbed? 
Um, I do think Beyonce should have won that yep, of the year. I, I would agree. I think that Adele hands sorry, down. Sorry, sorry. No, hands down, <laughs> no, Adele had um, the record of the year. Yeah. Hello. I mean, I think that was so spiritual and it meant yeah. so much more because she came back from if surgery. It, yeah. All Counting that kind of stuff. for, yeah. But man, I think that Beyonce's album should have won album of the year because it was so powerful and it, it was so much it was so much bigger than her. And I no, think that was... She hasn't won album of the year. Yet. Uh, no African, I think no African American no. has ever won that. Uh, or maybe once. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. She has the most Grammys of anyone that's living right now. Yeah. She has the most Grammys. So, but for me, it's I was like, this is this is her album. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to top it. Is sort of my thing. Like, not not she have three kids. Like, mm-hmm. man, I think the best days might be behind her. We thought that before them, and she came out with lemonade. We were all like, whoa, lemonade's yeah. awesome. No, I haven't still seen the movie yet. Oh, you really? I'm I watching like five times. My sister like threw me some serious shade in Houston. So you, you need to watch. Like, I mean, she like almost right. like handed me. You need to watch it. It's like okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just a different approach. I'm. I don't know. I did. I did. Get what do you think little... Drake was gonna win? No, no. I thought Adele was fun. No, I'm not. No, get that Drake stuff out of here. I mean. <laughs> I did I, love... But I'm not a member of the Beehive. I don't know. I did love Adele. It's okay. I, there's a little... Okay, there's a little bit of... I don't know if you guys would agree. There's a little bit of arrogance there. Sure. Absolutely. Like, like, a lot of it's deserved. You but is there anything yeah. that she could yeah. do that would say that's too much? Yes. She, yeah, okay. for sure. Yes, okay. definitely. I think that, like... But I would put you guys in reasonable Beehive yes. fans. Because there are some that I'd ask that same question to. And I don't think I mean, the answer would be yes. I think that we're not idiots, but I think that, like, listen, as much as, okay, how about this example? Ariana Grande walks into a donut store and yeah, licks a donut and says, I hate America. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't like you for like six months, but then you come up with amazing music. I'll get over it. But like, there are some serious things that I could really not like you for. Right. And I think that okay. Beyonce, but Beyonce I think is so on top of her camp, she would never no. let her camp spill things no. that shouldn't be spilled. Like, listen, the worst thing already came out. Was the lemonade? Elevator. Was that, That's yeah. It. Okay. yeah. Like, was that the worst thing? Yes. I think that is the worst thing that possibly could have came out of Beyonce's camp from, from years. And I think it's the worst thing that came out. I don't think it's the worst thing that's happened to her. So I just want no, to ask no, you guys this question before we wrap it up. Is Lemonade just about Jay-Z's extramarital affairs? I think it's about their journey. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I think it's about their ups and downs. I think the elevator was a part of that. I think it's about their journey. I think it's about her parents' journey. Because mm-hmm. her parents split up. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like that could have been the worst thing that came out. Yeah. Was finding yeah. out who what really happened. Didn't her sister win? Uh, she won something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she. Well, did you see that? That was she was on stage after Adele won something, and they were and her the guy that was sitting next to her was gonna say something, but then they cut him off. Everyone was booing, and then they showed Solange. And they all I know, I know. It was so, I was, I was like, oh, I'm so I'm awkward. Awkward. <laughs> It was funny, though. So, like, the Grammys lived up to what you were expecting. And I, thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was so much. I thought it was just entertaining from, like, end to end. Girlfriend of mine, she worked the, the red carpet show, and I was watching, like, a couple hours before that, and it was just country artists after country. Like, I mean, That's it was all these right. country artists. And so, when I saw her a couple of days later, I was like, oh, so uh, those country artists, she's like, Literally, they were like the show because no one came to the red carpet. And I was like, see, look at that. Contracts coming close. Right. Yeah. They're just investing, and it's awesome. But yeah. I, And I think it's good that, I mean, the show should be, we could find out online what the awards right. mean. What, what do the awards really mean? Like, I like it just being a performance show. performances are great. And you don't have to televise everything. I mean, no. the awards themselves, it's great when you win awards, but I mean, you talk about Beyonce, for example. Yeah. Win or lose a Grammy, does that going to affect her legacy? I, think they I don't think so. I think they should have put at least one or two more awards in there, to be quite honest right. with you, because I think that you do rob these artists to say thank you to some of the people that they really, that, that deserve it, and I think that that's why it sort of bothered me a little bit. I'm like, I really wish they would have had like two more presenter and awards. Can you talk about the Toronto Pilots going up in underwear? That was awesome. <laughs> That was awesome. You Columbus, can. Ohio. You can. Yeah, there is Ohio. I love Toronto Pilots. I think they're so great. And the fact that they went up in their underwear was even better because they I didn't think they were going to win that one, too. They're like, so cool. I was like, man. I man. saw them in concert two years ago, and they were amazing. Just them. It's fantastic. I think I like them. They're like one, <laughs> one or two people on stage kind of thing. As long as someone forces me to see Lucas Graham, I'm good. I'm <laughs> so good. We can go see Kelsey Valerie then by herself. I think, I, wasn't she there last year when we went to the ACMs? I was like... 
her and Cam and Maddie and Tay, I was like, oh my god, it's making me stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's I think that's a good place to end up. Well, tw- twenty one pilots in their underwear yep. and just yep. everyone that you can't stand Heather and music. Well, <laughs> just Lucas Graham. Just Lucas Graham. <laughs> All right, Lucas Graham. Yeah. So maybe he has a punchable face. I don't know. <laughs> Just, let's just keep punching that one in. All right, Heather, Rana, thanks for coming by. This was fun. We went Thank for an you. hour and we didn't go off the track, so that was good. <laughs> so, all right, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks. Thank you. I can't thank enough Heather Pink and Brenna Haven for coming on the Money Mitch Effect and talking a little bit of everything. You heard that hour. It was fast moving, it was entertaining, it was informative. Really good at holding the conversation, those two, and a dynamic that I really hope gets back on the show again. Thanks to them, Heather and Brenna, really appreciate it. A reminder that you can find all the Money Mitch Effect episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Just search Money Mitch Effect, follow me on Twitter, Money Mitch M21, also on Instagram and Facebook, Mitch Michaels, that's M-I-C-H-A-L-S, no E in this name. I really thank everybody out there for listening and making this podcast grow. This was episode number 58, and I really do feel like it was one of the best ever. Thanks, everybody out there, for being supportive. Download, subscribe, follow, whatever you do. I really do do appreciate the work that you're putting into this. You know I'm working hard as well. That's going to do it for the show. Thanks to my guests again. Enjoy NBA All-Star Weekend if you're watching that. Enjoy NHL hockey. Just enjoy sports and enjoy life. Mitch Michael signing off. I'll see you next time.